<clears throat> for weeks now, I've been speaking with former reality TV star and Grammy-nominated singer Tamar Braxton about sharing her story with you. The mother of a seven-year-old shocked her fans when the news was reported that Tamar attempted to take her own life. The deep pain that led her to that breaking point is now coming out. The world first got a taste of Tamar Braxton from her hit Wii TV show, Braxton Family Values. The youngest member of the famous family became the breakout star. I'm Tamar. Earning herself a spinoff, a spot on Dancing with the Stars, and co-hosting position on the daytime talk show, The Real. She also announced the birth of her first child, Logan. But as Tamar's career soared, the drama, usually reserved for her TV show, started to spill off the screen and into her personal life. Tamar abruptly left the reel amidst rumors of a backstage feud with her fellow co-hosts. Her marriage to former manager Vincent Herbert ended, and she made the heartbreaking revelation that as a child, she was molested by multiple family members. As she tried to heal, Tamar rebounded with a new love, David Adafeso, and another show, Tamar Braxton, Get Your Life. But on July 16th, everyone was shocked at the news that Tamar had been rushed to the hospital after she tried to take her own life. And what's the emergency? Uh, my girlfriend is not responding. While Tamar recovered, her boyfriend David accused her in People magazine of domestic violence, and she waged a public battle with WeTV to release her from her contract. Tamar Braxton is breaking her silence now for the first time in the interview that you will only see here. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Um, I wasn't. Um, I was living a complete lie and facade that I was okay for a long time. Um, but I'm good now. Um, How is good defined? <clears throat> good is better than yesterday, <laughs> better than I was before. Um, I just um, have a scope on where I'm going, and I know that that is up from here because I know the struggles that I've had and I've learned from them, and I know the signs, and I know when I'm not okay. So today I can say I'm good. It was important. You're actually the first guest that I've had in studio Why, since. Well, I, because of the nature of what we're discussing, I, I really felt that it was important that we be in the same space, yeah, that we too. be eye to eye in this, because none of this is easy to talk about. And I wanted you to feel that you were being heard. Yeah. Thank you. It was people. Tamar is trending, and I thought, okay, maybe it's another spat with someone or whatever. And someone texted me and said, uh, Tamar Braxton was rushed to the hospital. And I thought, okay, wait a minute, did she fall? Did, what happened? A car accident? No, Tamar attempted suicide. Yeah. Did you? First, let me say, um, thank you for recognizing that this is a serious topic and having me here eye to eye so that the people who don't understand what they're feeling and don't know that mental illness is a real situation and it has to be taken very serious. So thank you for having me here for that. Um, 
I absolutely did. And I have to start at the beginning so you yeah. can understand. And I do want to hear that. So take us, because I had interviewed you earlier yeah. in the summer. We were doing the shows from home. Yeah. And you were talking about, I can't wait to see my family. I'm in L.A., but they're all in Atlanta. I asked you about your son, Logan, who's seven now. You were saying things. You were juggling things. Yeah. Your then-fiancé was with you in the home at the time. Yeah. What happened leading up to the day in July that the ambulance was called with an emergency? I was lying about how amazing I was, do was doing. And I allowed the makeup and the hair to cover up everything that I was feeling because that's just what you're used to do when, you know, you're a working mother or you just have to get things done. You know, you cover up, right? Um, our household became very hard. And it was hard because I wasn't happy at my job. And I hadn't been happy for years. Your job... At the network, at yeah. At the network, doing the show. Doing the show. And it turned into a spinoff show, all because I wanted to do other things. And so the way that my contract was set up was um, they would leverage more time at the network and more shows for them for me to do other things that I wanted to do. So I didn't want to do the spinoff, Get Your Life. And... Um, when it was presented to me that this is basically the only way to do another show that I really was excited about doing, and it was positive, and it was fun, and it was more me. Um, okay, so I'll do that. And it was supposed to be about me having a one-woman show, going on the road, and talking about my life after my divorce from Vince. So behind the scenes, so you have your show with your sisters and your family. Yeah. Um, the idea of you having Tamar get your life a more feisty version or whatever it is of the Tamar that we know. You said, okay, I'll do this version of this show if the deal is made that I can do something more positive. Yeah, and fun. Was that agreement reached with WeTV? Yes, it was. Um, it's so funny because you said the Tamar that we know, but there's a Tamar that you don't know. Absolutely. We all you know? listen. There's a Tamarin that we don't know. <laughs> you know, and, and I was tired of that Tamar that people thought that they knew. So is that what led to the suicide attempt? Um, absolutely. So um, take me to what happened the day... The day of. Well, I have to tell you this part to tell you about the day of. Okay. I had written a letter, and it was about not wanting to be a part of the circus anymore. I wanted to do positive television. I wanted to be more positive. I wanted to be more uplifting. Um, I wanted to have fun. And I didn't want to work in a toxic environment and be around, you know, the, the toxic negative vibe that reality television I have with. the letter. You wrote the yeah. letter from the hospital. It said in part, I feel like a slave to you. I feel like I can't breathe and you're slowly killing me. Yeah. The, 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 you are, the people that you're referring to, you're referring to at the network, WeTV. That was the second letter. The first one, I told them that if I continued like this, I want to die, I want to kill myself, I can't breathe. And I got a response as, you're being dramatic. That's what you are like. So we reached out to WeTV. They said, Tamar Braxton, this is a part of their statement they put out at the time. Tamar Braxton has been an incredibly important member of the WeTV family, and our first concern is for her recovery and well-being. We are 
postponing the premiere of Tamar Braxton, Get Your Life. The series was conceived by Tamar and is Five. a real portrait of a dynamic woman juggling the demands of being a single mother and a new relationship with a career. I guess what I'm trying to understand, and I, and I think we've all had work disputes. I was fired yeah. very publicly. What was it about this uh, relationship with the network that you that led you to want to take your own life or attempt to take your own life? Why did that end up with you wanting to wanting die. to hurt yourself? Absolutely, I, I already felt dead. I felt choked. Was that because Every of the day. show or other things, Tamara? It was about. Um, feeling like I could never be myself and being misunderstood and having the stigma of the angry black woman all the time. And that's not who I am. That's not what I wanted to portray. So you know? the weight of this reality version of you. And it was the same thing. And it wasn't just about being an angry black woman. It was about real issues coming up on the show. Um, my family did... Um, an episode with Ayanna Vincent, and I was excited about it, but that excitement came to an end when she decided to tell everyone that I was domestically sexually abused from the ages of 6 to 16, and I'd never told anyone that. I want to pause you on that because that is a big moment. It's a big moment. And it is a big allegation. Well, it's not an allegation. It's a fact. We're going to go to... Yeah. And I want you to tell the facts of everything yeah. there. We're going to go to a break. I'll be right back with Tamar to discuss what she says happened, how this deep family secret was revealed without her permission. And we will discuss the accusations of domestic assault leveled at her by her then fiance. We're back with my exclusive conversation with Tamar Braxton. We are back with my exclusive interview with Grammy-nominated singer and former reality star Tamar Braxton. Tamar, we were discussing the, before break, the circumstances leading up to your attempted suicide. You're in this contract with the network that was carrying your reality TV show. You felt that this portrayal of you was damaging, damaging you emotionally. Continuously. How did it lead to the night or the day that you attempted to take your own life? Um, well, after I sent the letter, I got a um, call sheet to come to work anyway, as if I didn't tell anybody that I felt like I was going to kill myself. I wanted to die, continuing this path. Um, and then after my attorneys and myself was like, you guys, this is serious. We, this is really, this is not going to work. Um, I later got a breach letter the day before. And a breach letter means that um, you, you're now in breach and we are stopping your money and stopping you from working any other place. Did they believe that this was a stunt, that somehow you didn't want to do the show and you wanted the check, but you didn't want to do the show? Well, that sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, but that, is that what you said? That would make me a thief. So, like, for me, I love television, you know? Um, and I wanted to do other positive television. I just didn't want to be that person anymore. It was killing me, literally, Tamara. What was it doing to you? Did you... I had um, no self-esteem. 
it was really hard to look at myself and know that this was the example that I was being, not only for me as a black woman, but for me as a mother. So you're saying the, the drama, the antics, the fighting, the all and of that. This is not a, a regular cast. This is my family. And I love my family. And I didn't want to fight with my family. And I didn't want to be an example of a family who fights and argues and always have turmoil. And now we're at the point where it's assaults and threats. And this is not the show that I created. I created the Braxton Family Value because I wanted to be an example, a part of the black community with five black amazing sisters with all different walks of life who can inspire and help and people can learn from our experiences along the way. We wasn't teaching anything but being devilish. And I didn't want to do that. Do you think that there was a pressure? I know you can't speak for other family members, from your perspective, to perform, to keep upping the ante, to keep bringing the drama so that the show would continue and that the ratings would be there. Was there pressure? Absolutely. And listen, I'm not going to sit here and act like a complete victim. I played a part in that, you know? Um, I know what it's like to keep up ratings and keep up, you know, oh, having the number one show on a network and, you know, having all of those bells and whistles. And that comes with a price. Sometimes, you know, that comes with embarrassing your friends or embarrassing your siblings. Did you sell your soul in some ways to keep the show on? Um, I don't think I sold my soul. I don't think at the time I knew exactly what I was doing. I think that... Um, for the show and for my family, we wanted to have a great show. And sometimes that is making a deal with the devil. And that is doing things that you wouldn't normally do. It's which selling brings, your family up a river. Which brings me to this allegation yeah. that someone within your family yeah. told your deepest pain. What happened? Well, we went for help. Who is we? Me and my family went for help. We went for counseling. And I wasn't helped, I was humiliated. What were you seeking help for? Um, because it, from the show, it, it did create a lot of division between me and my sisters. And it did create, you know, something that was never there, which was we couldn't get along and we couldn't communicate. We stopped communicating. And we just simply wasn't a family anymore. And that helped turn into a nightmare for me. You went in for counseling to try to mend the family. And how did the abuse get introduced into this? I don't know. Had you told anyone in your family about it? No. And it haunts me. Because to be betrayed, just so people can 
you already feel less than. So you believe. It's terrible. You, in your heart, believe that someone in your family gave producers information about you being sexually abused so that people could watch the show. Do you, you I know you understand this I allegation. I understand where you're coming from, but I know for sure I didn't tell her. <laughs> you know, I know that we've never had a one-on-one -on -one conversation. And so when that came out, I was stunned. And my relationship with not just my family, but my job, the network changed forever. Then at that moment was the first time I felt like I didn't want to live anymore. But then I got a call sheet to go to work the next day. Coming up, more with Tamar Braxton and how she is coping and what her family is saying after the break. Welcome back. That was the trailer part of the trailer, season seven of the WE TV reality show Braxton Family Values. I'm here with Tamar Braxton, who left the show last year. Tamar, that was a uh, scene of your family. You're shaking your head. Why? Is that real? Um, I, I wasn't there, so yeah. I don't know. Um, but I, I'm, I'm still having a hard time trying to figure out What's the premise? Is this to inspire, to help people with mental illness, to help Tamar with her new normal with depression and, and You're saying anxiety? you don't understand why it was played out on the show? I, I don't. Okay. What happened, again, going back to the day? And I, yeah. I don't, it's a very difficult question asking someone about the day they say they wanted to die. Yeah. But you'd been summoned back to work. You were not planning on going back. You were, were you at home at the time? Yeah. Did you take pills? It's so hard to say, Tamara, because I feel like there's a responsibility for, you know, I call them family, my fans who watch. I don't want to give any examples. I understand. But what I will say is that was my lowest point of life. Had you ever tried to take your life before? Um, I'm just going to be 100%. Um, there's been a time where I wanted to. But this was the first time you acted on it. Yeah. Have you since tried to take your own life? No. Um, it's been a lot of dark, hard times. Have you been diagnosed with depression? Um, yes, I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety due to a circumstance. Are um, you medicating no, yourself? No, I'm not medicated. Um, but I am in counseling every You're in single counseling day. Every day. Every I have day. to ask you about these allegations from yeah. your former fiance. Um, he has spoken out on YouTube. He also spoke out uh, in People magazine, and he has now filed a restraining order against you. Uh, his allegations include physical violence toward him. He says that you were in a vehicle, and you attacked him. Did <sighs> assault your former fiance? Absolutely not. You have never physically? Listen, let me tell you something, Tamara. I am a survivor of a domestic violence relationship. Mm -hmm. And not at any point was 
David and I in an abusive relationship. He says you, you videotaped it and that you threatened to no, show... No, I, I voice recorded it. He videotaped it. He has a camera in his car. Does that video or your voice recording show any physical abuse? No, it doesn't. I mean, he showed him text messages and between he and I. But nothing that substantiates. You say what... No, which is I, he has the videotape. He has it. It was in his car. Release it. No, let me tell you something, Tamara. I loved David. He was my best friend. He was an amazing, amazing partner. He was my son's best friend as well. They were best friends. And it's just so hard because through everything else, I never expected this from him. Now, I have to be real with myself. Was, is he acting like this because he found me the way that he found me? Probably. I don't know. We're going to let you get yourself together. We're going to be back with more. We're going to find out what is next for the Braxton family. And Tamar will tell us more about the help she says she is getting to mend her life when we come back. Join us on so. We're back, and I'm here with my exclusive interview with former reality star Tamar Braxton following her revelation of her attempt to take her own life following a breakup with her family and the network that carried the family's popular show. Tamar, just uh, there's so much. Is this the price of fame? Because I remember watching the first version of your family show, and there you were. You were married at the time. You're talking about your career and wanting a child, and you were the... I don't like using the word sassy, but you're the you're the sister that everyone wanted to hang out with, <laughs> you know? Is this the price for that? I don't know what the price is for fame, um, but I do know that the wages of sin is death and the gift of God is eternal life. And I know that if you're not rooted and guided, you know, by the Holy Spirit and by your faith, you will fall into, you know, the things that you don't want to be a part of, you know? Did you, you lose your faith? I lost my faith. I lost my sense of what I knew what was right. Um, I, I, I didn't always treat people kind, and I wasn't always fair, and I didn't always watch my mouth and, you know, do the right thing, but that is my goal now, you know? The things that I've been through, I just felt like God brought me from there to bring me here, to be an example, to be better, do to do better. Do you think a lot of those things, I was reading social media, and you posted this, you know, telling people you're going to come on the show, and yeah, you were very yeah. upset that the show was still airing and the episodes were airing. It wasn't about it airing. It was, it was about the responsibility of mental health and the right. responsibility of suicide. It's a very serious thing. Everything is not for entertainment. Absolutely. And that's the point that I want to make. Because yeah. did you feel and do you feel that these shows, and I say these shows in general, yeah. but the reality world, yeah. sometimes it starts out as fun. It does. And then it spirals into these physical fights and other behavior that don't necessarily reflect you, yeah. but the audience believes it is you. Yeah. And I say that because I went online just to see what some of the people were saying. She's a troublemaker, and she, you know, you did this, and the way you treated other people, and I thought, wait a minute. She's saying I'm struggling mentally. Yeah. 
so much so that I don't want to be on this planet anymore. But people still conflate the Tamar on the show who told others to get your life right and who seemed to judge others so yeah, harshly. I did. I did. Did you feel the weight of that? Like, people you don't understand. They're uh, not the same. Yeah, you know, I think it has everything to do with um, not understanding mental health and the stigma that it has around it. But do you even understand this for who you are? I think it's almost like a... You know how your body dysmorphia, where you look and you see something uh, yeah. different? Yeah. So you have a, a Tamar dysmorphia. Do you know any more after all of those seasons yeah. of, you say, kind of being goaded into and doing some of this on your own? Absolutely. Absolutely. And now looking at, do you even know who you are? That's really funny that you said body dysmorphia because I just thought of mental dysmorphia. <laughs> Right? You don't know you're crazy until, not just crazy, but you don't know that something is off until you really go and seek help, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm so glad that the word crazy jumped out because people often equate mental health with crazy. Right. And that's and that, not and true. And that's true. Well, you know? I want to know That's about a habit that we, we use, because right? You will never be able to heal until your family and you have this conversation. Because at the heart of this, again, this is very serious allegation. I've never heard in my life that you believe someone in your family told producers this secret. I don't believe Can anything that's a fact. It actually happened. Coming I up, wish it didn't happen. I want to know if you believe that you can fix your relationship. Is there anything there that can be salvaged? We're going to talk more with Tamar after the break. As she is estranged from her entire family, how do they, how do they reunite? More after the break. We are back with Tamar Braxton. Tamar, you're estranged from all of your family. Um, are you prepared to talk to them? What happens? Um, I wouldn't go as far as say I'm estranged from all of my family. Just It's so funny because when you unfollow people on social media, that means you have no communication, period. So you are talking. <laughs> I, I talk to my mother every single day. Um, but I, I know what it's like. I know what it's like, you know, when you're in that position. Why would you, I guess, the, unfollowing them on social media, I think, Tamar, just feeds the fire. It's, it's like, again, it's some kind of cry for attention. You're talking to your mother. You know people are watching. To, for the frivolous to the meaningful. Yeah, but and I you're also know my heal. triggers. And I also know that I don't want to see certain things on my feed. So are you, are you trying to mend things with your sisters? Look, I love my sisters. What do you want from them? I um, feel like I have what I want from them. I have their love. I know my family loves me. So are you past the revelation that was, without your permission, you say, given out? Um, I can't. I know everybody wants me to blame my family, but you no, have to I don't. understand I don't. what happens. No, 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 no. You I know, when you clear. sign up for something like this and, and you have the kind of people behind the scenes that you have. I don't want you to blame anyone. Yeah, I'm not. I want you to have peace as a yeah. mom to mom. Yeah. So yeah. I don't want you to blame anyone. Yeah. I'm asking you, the people who've been in your corner for all these years, yeah. your family, yeah. from what I understand, it, you're at odds over something. Yeah, it's hurtful. It's hurtful. So how do you move forward with these sisters who've been there through thick and thin for you that you clearly love? Your well, mother is watching. Yeah. What do you, what would you like to see moving forward, Tamar? Forgiveness. 
Do you forgive them? On both sides. On There's both things sides. that I have done that I am not, you know, happy about and that I'm not proud of. I've had my dark moments with my family and where I okay. feel like I'm sure that I betrayed them at some point. And I feel like forgiveness all the way around. Are you done with reality TV for uh, a while? Not for a while, forever and ever, amen. <laughs> um, okay. That kind of television. Yeah. That, so you're um, walking away from that. Um, I feel like that's the best thing for me. I'm I doing other things with television, <laughs> I think which I'm really excited thing. about, but it's, I don't feel like I need to give a depiction of my life and what's yeah. happening and a play-by-play -play and yeah. how I'm dating and how my kid is Well, going. you have the podcast now. I know it's called Tamar Under Construction. Yeah. We all are under construction. Girl. We're all a work in progress. <laughs> I'm happy to see that you are trying something new yeah. to have your voice heard yeah. in the podcast. Yeah. Um, as I said before, I take this seriously, the allegations of domestic violence. Me too. The pain of being in a room, feeling like you don't want to wake up, knowing you have a child who wants to spend days, nights, and years with you. So I don't fall into this reality show world. This is real. I appreciate that. You know. And I just want you to get better, and I want other people to see in you, not the reality Tamar. Yeah, but the real Tamar, the Tamar that's under, the, under construction. Well, show and us. Show <laughs> us. Show us, because I know there's a... I've talked to a lot of the people who know you behind the scenes, yeah. from staff and otherwise, and they all say you're a wonderful person. Yeah. Just show us. Well, you know, first, I am dedicated to showing okay. myself. All right. So there you have it. Right. <laughs> Tamar Braxton, thank you thank so you, much. Thank you, We'll be right back. <laughs>